Okay, good morning everyone. Let's get started. Today is the first daf in Meseches Shkalim number Beis, daf Beis. And it is Yerushalmi, so it might sound quite different than Bavli, but uh, that's also an experience. And we are learning Le'ilui Nishmas. Moshe David ben Avtol Yosef Halevi and Karina Bas Tzvi Ze'ev. And uh, with that, let's get started on to today's daf. So, the Mishnah, first Mishnah in Shkalim Be'echad Be'adar, on the first day of the month of Adar, Mashmi'in ala Shkalim. They make noise, they make it heard about the mitzvah of Shkalim. They're the requirement to bring your shkalim to the uh, to the base of Migdash, the alaklaim, and also shkalim means the coin. It's a shekel, you know. That's the Israeli coin, right? The machtes hashekel. That's the coin, and there's an obligation. Everybody needs to donate to participate in the karbanos sibor. And, that's, and that needs to be established from the beginning of Rosh Chodesh Nisan. So they're giving... What? Flat tax. It's a flat tax, right? It's a flat tax. Right, it's a flat tax. Again, and it, the money is going to cover for Karbanas for all of Kal Yisrael. As we know, there's quite a few Karbanas seaboard. There's the daily sacrifice that goes on every single day. There's um, the Musafim that are Karbanos Tibor. All the various Karbanos, which we'll get to in this Masechta, are going to be coming from these funds of, the, uh, of, the, of this uh, half shekel that is collected yearly, and it's collected um, in advance of Rosh Chodesh Nisan, because Rosh Chodesh Nisan is when they're going to need to start taking the money from the new and out with the old. Okay, so that's the idea. So, yeah, this is not only people living far away, this is really far away. Okay, uh, this is anybody who's any yid, even the yid living in Mexico City, who wants to. He, even during the time of the Beis Hamikdash, there weren't only Yidden living in Eretz Yisrael. There were still there were still a number of Yidden living in Bavel, number of living number of Yidden living in many different locations um, outside of Eretz Yisrael, and they also had to participate because, after all, the carbon carbon of Sibor were being brought for them. Yes, obviously, this is during the time of the Beis Hamikdash. Correct. Okay, you follow. Okay, and also the Kalayim. Kalayim is the mixed of the mixing of species, which is of course a prohibition. But sometimes there's things that are growing together that you don't realize that it's there, like it's in the seed. A seed drops next to your plant, and you didn't know that it was there. So come, Rishchodesh uh, Adar which is right beginning in the early time before spring, and that's when it would be established um, that you'd actually be starting to see the growths, uh, you know, that you'll be able to pull out all the 
mixed um, uh, growths so that you'll be able to save it. That's the idea. So that's the Mashmir al Akloim. Uva Khamisha on the fifteenth of Ador. Korin Esamagila Bikrachim, that's when they're gonna be laning the Megillah in Kurachim in the big in the in the walled cities that were walled from the time of Yeshua bin Nun. That's when they will start will lane the Megillah. And Musaknin Sadrachim Vesarchovos. That's when they're also going to be starting to do the road repairs um, in the streets. There's mikvos amayim. They need to have the mikvos in order. The mikvos in order. They take care of all the public needs. They also, people need to be tar. You have to realize there's a major holiday coming up called Pesach where... Um, people are going to be coming from all parts of Eretz Yisrael and even beyond to be Ola Regal on, on, on Pesach. Um, and you have to realize that Pesach was the most popular of all of the, uh, of the, of the holidays for the Regalim to be coming to Yerushalayim. And the reason is, is because there's an extra severe pro- prohibition if you don't bring your carbon Pesach. So therefore... If you can make it, they're going to make it. You know what I'm saying? So therefore, you got to prepare the roads, the mikvahs. They're going to need a lot of mikvahs. They can also need to mark, demarcate the mitzayin as a kvaros. They also have to um, mark off which is the cemeteries. So also after the rainy season, they need to do that also on a yearly basis. Because in the rainy season, the paint that they used was basically... Um, plaster they did uh, right uh, they had plaster that they would the seed that they would uh, uh, use they would you know paint wash make a, 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 a white wash basically uh, but after the rainy season it could wash out so once the rainy season's over come Nisan time so that's when they're going to start repainting and marking so people will know where um, where the kvaros are, where the burial place are, places are, and now not only are we just making noise about the kalayim, but now they're also in the fifteenth of Adar, they're going to be going out on kalayim to basically take care of uh, if any kalayim is grown to basically uproot it, etc. And that is the story. Right. Yes. If this is a preparation for pesach. I thought of that question, and I don't have a good answer. The seder of the Mishnayos is not uh, um, not clear to me why well, this. There's a reason. There's a reason. Okay. Yeah. You know, all these things are in order of mention one section Torah, right? First, first part is from Moyes Shabbos, right? Yeah. And you're going to follow. Because Torah Moyes Shabbos was great. Gracious Shabbos. Then you have the Tzitzis Shlaim. Only after the Tzitzis. So in the seder of the of the chumash, it comes later. Interesting. Okay, that's a reason. I mean, I didn't see the reason, but that sounds convincing. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Anyway, so we're up to the gemara. So if the gemara sounds a little bit weird or different, don't be surprised. It is different. Okay. So you're showing me the style is very very different. Um, so we'll just get right to it. Says the Gemara, "Velama be'achad ba'ador." 
Why on the first day of Adar? The idea is that this is giving them ample time to make sure that they bring their shkalim in its proper time. And then they can take the, uh, the truma salishka from the new uh, meaning, which is when they're, bringing, when they're taking the money for the karbanos, they need to bring it from the new monies. Well, you've got to have new money in in order to be taking from the new money. So therefore, you've got to make sure that people are reminded to get their money in so that it will be the money for the new year is already in, that you'll be able to draw from it for the, carbon, for the new karbanos. Be'ach um, ha which takes place um, on the first day of Nisan. Amar Rabbi Shmuel bar Rav Yitzchak. So Rabbi Shmuel bar Yitzchak says, okay, and if you notice, some, many times, and this is a Yushalmi style, the, the, they, they, it, it's, it, they, it's phonetical, and they, uh, apparently in Yushalmi they used to speak in a clipped tongue, and therefore, instead of saying the word Amar, you would hear them say Mar, you know, like, and just like swallow their Aleph in the beginning. So that's the, um, that's an example of Yushalmi-ism, okay? So, uh, so uh, uh, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yitzchak says, Trumas Alishka Kitchilasa. The Trumas Alishka is like its beginning. The Pazuk says, In other words, there's a reason why Rosh Chodesh Nisan is the right, right time to do it. Because when was the Mishkan actually established? Guess what? Rosh Chodesh Nisan was the first day of the inauguration of the uh, of the of the uh, of the Mishkan, so we're really following the pattern because it says on the first day of the uh, of the month of the first day of the first month. That's when the Mishkan was set up. So it's all, uh, so it, it follows that that's the that the cycle will begin always Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Okay, Vitani Allah, Biyom Sheokama Mishkan, on the day that the Mishkan was set up, Bobayom, Nitramaha Truma. It would make sense. That's when the Trumas were taken. So it would, so therefore it makes perfect sense that that's when the cycle begins on Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Rav Tevi, Rav Oshia Bishem Kahana. Um, so uh, Rav Tevi says in the name of Rav Oshia, in the name of Kahana, okay. Um, again, here we even forgot the word says, okay, uh, but uh, don't worry about it. It says over here, Rishon Hulachem, right, uh, that the Rosh Chodesh Nisan, Lechodshe Hashana, and also says Chodshe later on, Machodshe Shenemar Lalon, Ein Monin Elami Nisan, it says Nisan, Av Chodshe Shenemar Khan, Ein Monin Elami Nisan. So it's like basically a different way that we know that it's Rosh Chodesh Nisan is that uh, it says L'chadshe um, Hashana when you, when you take Rishon Hu Lachem L'chadshe Hashana that's what it says over there and it says Zos Olas Chodesh Bechadsho this is the daily sacrifice and it says again Chodesh Bechadsho so it relates, it follows that the Korbano Sibor of course what was being referred to in, as, but with that pasuk of Chodesh, Zos Olas Chodesh Bechadsho, 
is exactly the one that we're um, that starts on Rosh Chodesh Nisan. So Amar Rav Yonah, Rav Yonah says, Shavak Rabbi Tevi Rosh Nisa. Rav Tevi left out of the beginning, which is very important. Amar Sofi only left, only mentioned the end. Dal came. It's actually wrong. It, it was a bad idea. You should really go back to the beginning. There's, in other words, what he's saying is, is that he missed out on a more basic explanation why it should start out on Rosh Chodesh, Nisan, as the new Trumas Halishka, the, all the monies for the new year. And the reason why is because it says, Zolas, Zos Olas Chodesh Bechadsho, you might think that every month there's a new, you take new money for each month. That's what it implies. In that month, for all the months. Okay? So in the text itself, it's, it indicates by the, by the carbon, uh, by the daily sacrifice, it says, Zos Olas Chodesh Bechadsho. So you see that it's for one month is the new truma for the whole year, for the months of the year. Now, you might think that it could be in any single month that you choose, meaning we could, it's arbitrary, and we just have whatever month it is, we say, this is the new, this is the, the new cycle's beginning now. That's the full drasha. It says chachi here, it says chachi there. Ma chachi shenemer lalon, eimon and el minisan. It starts with nisan. Af chachi shenemer kan, eimon and el minisan. So he's saying you sort of left out the beginning and you missed out a lot of the explanation of understanding why shkalim is required to be taken from Rosh Chodesh Nisan. This is the drasha. And that is the story. Okay. Brings us to the next point. Ma'u mashmiin. What does it mean, mashmi'in? Mashmi'in means we make herd. So what is the making herd exactly? So Rafuna Amar Machrizin, we proclaim. So the Gemara says, Heich Amar Dat Amar, which is, um, and, and again, it's our Yerushalmi expression, um, and basically it means it's like, um, where else do we, I mean, since when do we find that we have to make an announcement about any upcoming mitzvah. In other words, like, where do we get that idea from, really? Okay? Why over here is this like a thing that we got to proclaim, oh, by the way, there's something that you're going to have to be doing in a month. Is that, that's not always the case. The answer is, it's It's like we find, if you look at the Torah of Parshish Kalim, um, when the Beis Hamikdash was in disrepair, um, and uh, there was, a, and they, they, there was with the discussion with Yoyada Cohen, uh, was what to do, and they created the Pushka, and they made an announcement. So you see over there, they Vayitnu Kol So therefore, it's the same concept over here. There's you, there you see the idea that when when doing a uh, collection. You gotta get the get. You gotta get. You gotta do some advertising for the collection. That's basically what it is to get people to do what they need to do for, to give the money. Okay. Okay. So now we're leading to a, an interesting question. Tamataninan, we learned over there in Meseches Megillah, 
The only difference between Adar Rishon and Adar Sheni is the actual laning of the Megillah and Matanos Levyonim, the gifts to the poor, which is only in Adar Sheni on, on Purim and not in Adar Rishon. But in all other respects, Adar Rishon and Adar Sheni are the same. So Rav Shimon, Rav Simon, Bishem, Rabbi Shubin Levi, is on there's an additional two things that are only in, in Adar Sheni and not in Adar Rishon and that is the announcement for the upcoming Shkalem and the Kalayim when is that? that's also only in Adar Sheni and not in Adar Rishon so Rabbi Chelba of Rafuna Rav B'Shem Rabbi Rabba says HaKol Yotzim B'Yudalid Okay, one second. Uh, so, so, um, all right. So that's the that's the idea, and it makes a lot of sense because, after all, why would we want to? I mean, we're going to see more about this in the Gemara. Okay, that brings us to an interesting question. Rabbi Chelbo, Rav Huna, Rav B'shem Rav Chia, Rabba, Hakol Yotzim Biyodalit Shehus Man Kriyasa. So. Um, basically, it's an interesting side point that there's, a, there's an opinion here that we're seeing that when it comes to um, the walled cities from the time of Yeshua ben Nun, they, it's an option to lay on the 15th. But if they so desire, they could lay on the 14th. It's, a, it's an optional thing. That's the idea. Even the Walled cities from the time of Yeshua ben Nun, should they choose to lay on the fourteenth? That's perfectly permissible. Okay, okay. Now, Amr of Yosi, Rav Yosi says Vios. It makes sense. Klum Amra Mashmian So Vios is really going back on Rav Simon's statement. Okay, makes a lot of sense that the Mashmian Alashkalim and the uh, the claim should be only in Adarshim, not in Adarishim. Why? Klum Amro Mashmian Alashkalim Lokedeshi Shayavio Yisrael Eshikleim Mo Nasan. Why are we doing that on Rashkodesh Adar? So that there's a month's time with, within which that they can bring their, car, their money. So, uh, in proper time, so that the money will be there by the time Rashkodesh Nisan rolls around. So, Imat Amar Badar Rishon, if you're saying it and, and making that pro- proclamation, Adar Rishon, Ad Kedon is Bishasa Shisin Yomit. So now you got 60 days instead of 30 days. That's like overkill. You should make the proclamation closer to the time in 30 days. Uh, um, another, another, the other point as well. Why do we go out on climb? Why do, you, why do we make an announcement about the climb? Check your plants. That's because you can see the growths if there's any mixed growths. Because it starts growing already, it's been sprouting already. Now, im omer im omer at ba'adarishon. If you're going to start doing that on adarishon, ad kedon inu dekikon. You're not going to see anything. The growths are so small or that are an extra month early that you're not going to really see. Because as you know, when we add a second adar, that's because seasonally the adar was pulled back and it's too early in the tkufa. So you're not going to really see any growth if you start making an announcement about client. So of course it follows that that too should be pushed off to the second outer. Now, that brings us to, okay, that's the end of that. Now Rav Chizkiah raises a question 
on, um, on this idea. I don't understand. If the whole idea is that we've got to give a month so that people have a chance to bring the Shkalim, so how's that going to work for the people in Bavel? They live much farther away. You can't just do it. You should have to pull it back even earlier depending on how far away they are from Eretz Yisrael, from Yishalayim. That's what he's asking. He's like, how can it be a uniform time of one month and it'll cover for even people who live, you know, on the other side of the world? Well, it's not the other side of the world, but quite far away in Bavel. Okay, right? Is it why Loki Day she have used It takes more than a month for the travel from Bavel. Okay? Of course, they traveled by foot. It's going to take a very long time. Isn't that going to be required? So therefore, you should have to go Hanukkah time and start making the announcement for the people in Bavel. So, and yet we say that it's only Rosh Chodesh Adar period, one month before, and that's it. That's the kasha that Rav Chizkiah asks. So Hesav Rav Ula, Rav Ula answers, Kumei Rabbi um, uh, uh, mana, he answered in front of her mana, Vataninen bishlosha prakim bishana terminus alishka. There's, the, the, we'll see later on in the Mishnahis in Shkalim, that there are three times that they actually took money out of that lishka from the new ones for the new year. They didn't take out the money right away in the beginning, all the money they're going to need for the year. They broke it up into three times of the year. Okay, Biprosa Pesach, 15 days before Pesach is when they'll start, meaning Rosh Chodesh Nisan, that's when they'll take the, the money, the, uh, some money for the next period of time. Biprosa Tzeres, 15 days before Shavuos, it's not Shiloh whether Prosa Tzeres means 15 days or Rosh Chodesh uh, or just like the six days before, it's Rosh Chodesh Sivan, but whatever it is, a little before Shavuos, they took more money. And around Sukkot time, that's when they took the rest of the money for the rest of the year. So, what do you see? Amar Craven, the people who live nearby Yerushalayim, so they obviously are able to get there in time, their money is going to be taken people who are a little bit far, so their money is not going to get there necessarily by Pesach time, but They'll be there by the time Shavuot's time comes around. That's when their money that they sent in will be available. Okay? And those that are even farther than that, it'll get there six months later, but the money will get there. And it's not a problem that the money of the, that they're donating is not reaching until later, because after all, the, the, the shkalim of the new year is, you know, is covering for all the money that is collected that year. So as long as it's in before we, need, we actually need the money, we're, we're okay. So the people who live far away really have until Sukkot to get their money in. So there's no problem. So that's the answer to the question. So I'm relay, So he said back to him, Kula ka'achas hiba. Actually, um, for the sake of all the three trumos on Rosh Chodesh Nisan, the money is coming. 
and really, in other words, the money is really expected to be there by Rosh Chodesh Nisan, all the money. I, why then are we not take, taking the money out piecemeal? Because we want to publicize it. There's a lot of things that we have to do to, um, um, you know, you make it, just to make it a loud, a loud thing, that to make it a, a big... A bigger deal. Pumbi, it's public, publicity. Publicity. You want positive. You want publicity about the fact that we're taking from the new Trumas Alishka, and that's why they split it out over three times. Now, okay. Kedelas was pumbi ledami. Now we have here a new thing. Rabbi Yehuda ben Pazi b'shem Rabbi. Rabbi Yehuda ben Pazi says, a uh, once we're talking about collections. He says a very interesting observation. How can we read these verses without trembling in fear? What are the verses? Litova, when it comes to donating for good deeds, the words we use is who made the donations to the Mishkan? Anyone who had a generous heart. Is that everyone? No, it's anyone with a generous heart. Yeah, question? Huh? What? Yes, this is the donation for the building of the Mishkan. Right, it was each person according to the generosity of their heart. Lira, but what was the terminology when it came to donating for the Egel? A lot stronger. The whole nation. From Aleph everyone's giving. Very interesting, right? But it wasn't so, and not everybody gave for the ego. What? It wasn't everybody who donated for the ego. It says, Vaisparku kal ha'am. They use the terminology much stronger. That's the thing. So that's the kasha. Right, we'll see. Uh, who's the kal ha'am? It wasn't the women, but it was kal ha'am. But the point being is, is that it sounds like it's more, that we're more generous. The, for the uh, for 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 unworthy causes than we are for the worthy causes, and that's the scary thing. Okay, litova um, when it comes for good, vayotze Moshe as ha'am. Moshe had to bring out the nation. Okay, he took them out. Okay, they needed Moshe to lead them, and uh, when it came lara, when when it comes for bad things. We're meaning we want to send spies. Vatikruvun elai kulchem. Oh, you all came to me. We need spies. Okay, it's interesting. You don't need Moses' help over here. What's the difference? You see the you see the contrast. Um, how, how it is when it came when it came to the, uh, the 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 difference between the positive and the negative. Um, but Matan Torah, right? It says Vayotze Moshe Sa'am. They didn't go out on their own. Interesting. Okay. Next one. Litova. When it comes to good, Az Yashir Moshe of Israel. They sang. Who sang? Moshe had to lead them in song, and Ben Israel accompanied Moshe. Lera. When it came to bed, Fatisa Kol Ha'eda. They didn't need any help to start crying. When uh, after the spies came back with the report, everyone knew. All of a sudden, found their voice. On their own, without any help, to start crying, oh, we're, we're, we're doomed. Okay. Now, 
Another scary thing, when it came to the destruction of the Egel, they got up extra early, right? It says, right? Um, okay, so that's the, you see, and yet, when it comes to the, 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 when it comes to the donations for the Mishkan, it just says, Baboker, in the morning. It didn't say early. They had breakfast, they, you know, whatever. They didn't run out early in the morning. When it came to dancing around the Egel, then up early, okay? Okay, brings us, okay, next thing. Amar Rav Abba Bar Acha, so Rav Baracha makes it in like sort of a, like a humorous way. We can't figure out the style of this nation. This nation is a confusing nation, meaning us. They come collecting for the Egel. They know they don't. Oh, you collecting for the Egel? Sure, how, how much, you know, I'd be, happy to, I'd be happy to participate, right? They know then, okay, and they give it. Nitpan the Mishkan, they said we want to build a Mishkan. They know I mean, make up your mind. <laughs> Are you donating to opposite causes? It's like you're donating to the Republican uh, uh, caucus and also to the Democrat. Actually, that is what. Uh, okay, it is both. Okay, you donate to both. You, you never know who's going to win, and you want to be in good graces with both sides. So that's the uh, anyway. All right. Tana I'm not sure of the name here. Rabbiosi Brabchanina. Hada Masnisa Vasisa Kapores Zavtar. In fact, that's what the uh, that's what we learn that when it says you should make a kapores of gold, which is the cover of the Aron, Yavo Zav shall kapores vihaper. Kapores is also a lashon of kapora. And it should atone for the Zav Shal Egel, for the gold that we donated to the Egel. And that's really what the whole Mishkan was, is like, uh, was in part a kapara, an, an atonement for having sinned with the Chet Egel. And the gold of the, that we donated to the Mishkan would be an atonement for the gold that we donated to the Egel. Rav Chagei B'Shem Rav Shem Gamliel. Rav Chagei in the name of Rav Shem Gamliel. Sholosh Trumos Nemro Be Parshazos. What's his name? Uh, what did I say? Oh, it's not a gimel. Oh, it's Bar Rav Shmuel Bar Nachman. Okay, these are also unfamiliar names. Okay, okay. Rav Chagai B'Shem Rav Shmuel Bar Nachman. Okay, I just have Rashban. Okay, Shalos Trumos Nemru Beparsha Beparshazos. There are three Trumos that are discussed in this parsha. Trumos Adonim. This is talking about in the beginning of Kisisa when it talks about the mitzvah of Machzis Shekel, it mentions truma, three, three different uh, donations. There's the truma for the Adanim, which was the silver basis for the, for the uh, piers, the, 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 the walls of the, of the, of the, of the Mishkan. The truma Shkalim, which is the Shekel for the Karbanos. The Trumas of Mishkan and the donation for the Mishkan for general, all the stuff that they needed for the Mishkan. Dabral b'nei Yisrael v'yichuli truma. Speak to the children of Israel and they shall take from me truma. What is that? Zu trumas adonim. That's the, the half shekel that's for specifically um, for the melted down. The silver was melted 
to make the bases. Okay? From each man that is generous of heart, you shall take my truma. That's another truma. What is that? That's the truma of the shkalim. That's the money donated for the korbanos. And this is the truma that you shall take from them. That's for the building of the mishkan, for the material needed for the building of the mishkan. When it comes to the donation for the mishkan that's given to the mishkan, that's uh, every person according to what they want. There is no assessed amount at all. It's whatever they want, that's what they give. The, the shkalim for the carbon also, what they want, they give. As long as everybody gives. Because everyone needs to give to, towards the carbonos. Doesn't, we don't pay, it's, uh, I'm, I, the way, I'm not clear on this, but it sounds to me that it doesn't have to be specifically half shekel. It could be, the math could be uh, 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 divided. Every, yeah, you can volunteer that it should be for everybody. But the idea is that everyone has a share in the carbon. Okay? And Trumas Adonim Ladonim, that's where there's a very specific way that it needs to be donated. The rich man cannot add. And a poor man cannot do less. Every person has to give exactly a machtis, a shekel, a shekel coin. Okay. And that's. That's the shkolim. Okay, that's what we're talking about. Amr Abavon, but as you see, the shkolim that we're referring to is the shkolim for the karbanos, actually. Okay. All right. Brings us to the next thing. Amr Abavon, af, the parsha zos nemer bagimot chumus machtes hashekel chumal Hashem. Yitin Trumas Hashem, Lasse says Trumas Hashem. Says Trumas Hashem three times. Truma Lashem, Yitin Trumas Hashem, Lasse Trumas Hashem, to show you that there are three Shkalim. That's why, by the way, if you ever noticed, when we have a Zecher for the Machsas HaShekel, we specifically do a dollar fifty because there's three half shekel coins as a reminder of the three Shkalim, three, don- three spe- separate donations that were being donated at this time. And that's what we're remembering, and that's what we're doing with the why we specifically do a dollar fifty of fifty the three fifty cent pieces, three half dollar coins. coins exactly. That's where the custom came from. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, we mentioned in the Mishnah as an aside. We're not um, the Mefarshim discussed over here that you know we're not mentioning every halacha related to Adar. But uh, once we already mentioned something that's re- re- relevant to us on the 15th, we also mentioned the laning that was done on the 15th of Adar um, in the big city. So here's the story. So we are going back to something that we saw before. Isn't this different? Doesn't this contra- contra- contradict? What we saw, which is that even the people in the walled cities have an option to lay on the 14th. And here we're saying, Shuz Man Kriyasa, that is, that's the main time for reading, and that's also an option for the people in the walled cities. And our Mishnah is saying, not 
that it's that the time to lane for the walled cities is specifically the fifteenth. So it's countering their opinion. Um, lo, so so the answer is lo ba ha lo ba el mitzvah and the point being that we're trying to make out, bring out over here is to teach you that not all mitzvahs that are uh, that we are accustomed to do in other sheni that the mitzvahs that we are we are accustomed to do in other sheni we do not do in other rishon. That's what we're trying to say. In other words, don't get focused or or too much on the fact that we're saying to lean on the fifteenth specifically, but it's really just to. Sort of show that we only do, uh, that that we don't always do it in Adar Rishon. You know, some things are only going to be done in Adar Sheni. Now, Rav Yusuf or Rav Acha when they were sitting. I'm Rav Yusuf or Rav Acha. So Rav Yusuf said to Rav Acha, "Lo mistabra elulishavar." It's true. It says that you could lay on the fourteenth, in the and that's what this rabbi said that we quoted. But it would make sense that that's only bidi evet. If you did lane on the fourteenth, then you don't need to lane again on the fifteenth. But but really, avalaba. If you lechatrila, the proper time in the walled cities, um, lo, you should not lane on the fourteenth. You should lane on the fifteenth. That's what that's what he's saying. And then it makes sense when the mission is talking about lechatrila. Vatani makam shenagu vatani. We learned. So we asked another question, is that, wait a second, it says that if you have the custom to read it two days, because you live in a city which is iffy, we're not sure whether it's walled city from the time of Yeshua Benun or not, so they lane the Megillah on both days to cover themselves, right? Why do you lane it on both days? Um, so, meaning, if it's true that Bidi Eved that you can lay it on the 14th, so then they should just suffice it with the fact that they laid it on the 14th. 14th is good for everybody, so then you covered yourselves by, the, by, by laying it on the 14th. So why do you need to lay it again on the 15th? That's the question. So he says that, no, that makes sense. Also me, also I, I agree to that. It makes sense. Ilo Misha Misha Kriya Biyudalid Khozubakari Butesvav Shema ain't Shominlo. Uhimat Omer Kain Nimsis Oker Zman Krochim Biatcha. Uh basically the, by, by by not requiring an extra laning in places where it's doubtful, where you're not sure, so then it's gonna be completely lost the laning on the fifteenth. Because they'll just do it only on the fourteenth, and be the evidence good enough. And then uh, when when we have clarity, which which type of city it is, everyone will say, "Nah, well, there's no such thing as landing on the fifteenth. So you're basically going to lose out the knowledge of that. There's an idea of landing in the walled cities on the fifteenth. So that's why it makes sense that we should do an extra landing in case, in places that are doubtful. So okay, next thing, Tani. We mentioned, we learned. Reb Shem Gamliel Omer Shem Gamliel says mitzvahs anogos ba'adrasheni and anogos berishon. The mitzvahs of adrasheni are not applicable to adrasheni. Chutz me hesped v'taynis. The only thing that we apply also to adrasheni is the iser of hesbedim and fasting on Purim Katmu. Okay, on the the Purim in adrasheni. 
Shein shavim b'zeh or b'zeh. It's equal. Rabbi Ba, Rabbi Ermia, b'shem Rav, Reb Simon, b'shem Reb Shuman Levi. So Reb Abba in the name of the son of Rabbi Ermia in the name of Rav, and Reb Simon in the name of Shuman Levi says halacha k'Reb Shem Gamliel that that the law follows Reb Shem Gamliel. Okay, Ravuna Rabba Ditziporin Amar. The custom is following that which uh, that custom of Reb Shem Gamliel. Which is not that the halacha is established, but that is the nahug. That's the minug is that we look at Adarshani as a as the main Adar, and Adarishon is only as far as Hesped and Tainus goes, but otherwise not. But it's not like a halacha, it's just a minuk. Okay? It's not like that established. However, when it comes to shtaros, kosvin adarishon, the adarsheni stam. So, which, and review the omer, adarishon stam, adarsheni kinyin. Okay? So, there's actually different shitas as to what how to read this this line. Which one is the true Adar. So, um, so one opinion is um, um, that, the, that when you want to discuss Adarishon, then you have to write Adarishon. And for Adarshani, you could just write plain Adar. Um, and according to the other opinion, it's like Adarishon, um, you can write Stam. And Adarshani, you have to write Adarshani. Okay? But uh, that's actual Machlokis here, or, or between the two days. Um, and um, but uh, another explanation. One of the one of the uh, the whole that everybody agrees. Um, uh, you have to call. You can call. Uh, they're both called Adar. That's what. It, that's the way he understands it. And um, it's not. You know, it must be named. You have to write Adar. The only thing is, is that in Adar Sheni you write Adar Sheni. But uh, they are, that's the that's the only difference. And if uh, the question is, do you have to actually write Adar Sheni? According to Rabbi Yudah, all he has to do is write uh, like uh, a tough or second Adar, Adar with like a tough and a shmitchik to mean Tinyan, the second Adar. What? Adar Beis, right. We do Adar Beis. We do a Beis. There they did Aramaic, which is, um, but uh, in writing, currently they'll write, when you're writing Get, we don't like to take any chances. So you write Adar Rishon or Adar Sheni just because to clarify, because you obviously want the date to be accurate. Yes, you have a question. Yes, I do have a question, Rabbi. It really has not to do with exactly what we talk over here, but from this Shtarot business, do I understand right that if you even write a Shtar, the beginning of the, I mean that you count the years of the Shtars from 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 Adar, regardless from what time it's written. Is that correct? No, no, no. We're talking about in the month, like, when, okay. in the year that like, there's okay. two others. They're not saying anything. I understand about... that. Yeah, there's two others. Yeah, but the way you talk about does does the shtarot mean? The, do we count shtarot the same thing as the king? We count the the years of the king itself. The king starts sometimes of the new the year, but we say it always starts Rosh Hashanah or, or whatever it is. Or, no, it starts Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Rosh Hashanah Limbalachim is Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Does the same thing apply to Shtarot too? Yeah, that's what it's relevant. That's what it's relevant to. 
But nowadays, it's already the custom that we always write to Brias Olam to creation. And by creation, we take on the opinion that that changes the year, changes on Tishrei, Rosh Hashanah. So we go with that as far as the year. That When we write years, we're always writing on every star, we write according to the year based on Tishrei. But in the, in, in the months that we talk about, um, um, we, we, you know, we actually write the names of the month. But the Torah always refers to the first month, the second month. They, count, they only list months by count, by number. And that, the number of the month, the first month, is Nisan. Even though it's not the first month of the year, but it's the first month of the months. So that's why it's a little confusing. But uh, in our Shtaros, we write the names that we've established already for the months and the practical halacha. All right? Yes, so if you have a star that you wrote in Kislev, then it, the year for that star, star will be at, at Kislev itself and not will be Adar. Is that correct? Of the first year. The first year, what, 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 I'm not... You don't count the first year as a partial. You count the first year from the day you write it? No, 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 no. For, let's, say, let's say we're counting according to the kings, which is in a period of time, that's when we did count the years. If the king became, became king in Kislev, let's say, right? Yeah. Then, then when it came to Shkodesh Nisan, they would say that's already the second year of his reign. That's correct, yeah. So the first year, even though it was only a partial year, we consider it as a full year. That's why there's always a, a miscount and people trying to figure out, you know, there's a shortage of years. There's, one of the explanations is because if, it depends when they became king, because we called it in the second year when it's really not his second year. It's only three months into his uh, term. You understand? All right. Yes. So does the same thing apply to Shtarot too or not? Of course. When, we, when they counted according to the kings, that was exactly how they had to count for Shtaros as well. Okay, that's what I say. So sometimes three months might count as a whole year. Right. Okay, that's what I'm trying to clarify. Okay. Okay, all right, everyone. Okay, Shkayach. Originally, there was no name for the months.